Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Doyle Bosk. Thanks so much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Would you like to introduce yourself and share what you sure. do at MD Anderson? I am uh, Doyle Bosk. I'm the Director of Nursing uh, Programs Research. So my job entails um, increasing the collaboration between the research community and the frontline nursing to ensure that both sides understand the, the inner workings of the clinical trials to provide patient care, patient safety, and clinical trial compliance. Um, so both sides understand how to manage those patients on those clinical trials. Right. So you presented today on uh, moral and ethical dilemmas. What are some of these uh, unique dilemmas that are inherent in oncology care? So there's a, um, there's a difference between research nurses and clinic nurses. Mm -hmm. The research nurses have the added um, responsibility of managing clinical trials um, that we put our patients on, so they have that responsibility plus the responsibility of being a nurse. Mm -hmm. So it presents unique um, challenges and ethical dilemmas when you have to advocate for the patient and you have to advocate for the clinical trial, and sometimes there's a conflict between the two. Right. So it causes some stress on the, on the research nurses to learn how to handle those situations. Mm -hmm. So how did your team go about designing the study, and what were the results that you found with it? So um, it was actually brought up by a question. Mm -hmm. We were sitting, I uh, was sitting with some, uh, um, with the ethics department at MD Anderson, and the question was brought up, do research nurses have ethical dilemmas? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, oh boy, do they? <laughs> and they said, well, do they? So from there, it of course, there are other questions. Do they know how to handle the ethical dilemmas? Do they have resources to help them? Do they even know what an ethical dilemma is? So all these questions were coming out. So what we did, we did a uh, survey to get some responses back from the research community. And from there, we learned that, yes, there are ethical dilemmas. Yes, they need resources. And yes, they need tools to gain the experience of how to handle these situ situations. So we came up with a, a program, included four parts based on their survey, where we would uh, give them certain tools, help them understand uh, topics such as virtual ethics, uh, narrative ethics, and give them tools, um, homework, that they would bring back to, back to the next session, and then we would practice. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was, it was an engagement between us and the research um, nurses to help them with these ethical dilemmas as they come up. Right, right. So how can uh, these results that you found uh, be used to address uh, dilemmas in practice? So um, with the sessions that we're doing uh, and giving them the tools, when they come back at that second session, it's just a roundtable discussion where we present a scenario, they use the tools that are giving them, and we have breakout sessions, and we practice those tools, and we um, guide them after the discussion, say, okay, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Could you have done this better? So not giving them a tool and just abandoning them. Mm -hmm. We really wanted the engagement between to give them practice before they actually encountered this. We also informed them that, you know, it takes practice. Mm -hmm. It takes practice to, to learn how to deal with these ethical dilemmas and that here are your resources to reach out 
you have to practice, you have to debrief after every encounter so you learn from that mm -hmm. experience, reflect on it, reach out to your ethics um, specialist within your institution and get their guidance. Um, and also to, to um, again, practice. Keep practicing because we have ethical dilemmas not only as nurses but with our families, with our friends. So these tools can be used in any situation uh, when they come up. And again, I emphasize you have to practice and practice and please reach out. You're not alone. In fact, your colleague may have experienced the same exact thing and can help you with this. So don't be afraid to reach out. Definitely. That's so yeah. important. Yep. Great. Um, so I know you're also working um, with uh, Marie Badillo to uh, develop an electronic pill diary for oral compliance. Um, would you like to explain a little bit more about that as well? So this is, to me and Maria, this is a very important initiative um, because it deals with patient safety, mm -hmm. patient care, and I keep coming back to clinical trial compliance, uh -huh. all three of those elements. Um, when a patient is on, say, an oral medication therapy, um, they're giving a paper diary. Right. And we found that when they come back, say in a month for a follow-up, they would be sitting in the waiting area filling this diary out right. for 30 days. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not going to remember no. <laughs> all of that for 30 days. So you're not really getting real-time information and you're not getting accurate information, mm -hmm. which can skew the data for the clinical yes. trial. Um so Maria and I were talking about it. Wouldn't it be great if we could have some electronic mechanism that would give you real-time information and engagement between the patient and the nurse in the medical chart? Um, so we used, we have Epic at MD Anderson, so we used my chart. And so we got with IT and say, look, this is what we want to do. We want real-time data information. We want it simple. Because we don't want, if the patient sees they got to fill out all these things, they're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So we just wanted like four drop-down boxes. Did you take the medication? What time? Any complications? If you didn't take it, why didn't you? We also had made it to where SKIT to make it so when they took it or not didn't take it, it would send a message to the nurse's message box to where they would see. Do mm -hmm. they need? Do I need to follow up, or do I not need right. to? So we started with I think seven studies, and it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It took some education. Uh, again, change takes takes some mm -hmm. time. Um, uh, education, some reinforcement, but because it was so simple, you could do it on your iPhone. Mm -hmm. That patients, it was four questions, and th and they were done. Over 95% participation rate wow. um, and on all the trials. The patients, once they got used to it, loved it. They didn't want to drag around that paper, and a lot of times they would forget. Mm -hmm. And it would prompt them, okay, you haven't taken your, um, your medication today, or did you take mm -hmm. it, you haven't filled out the, the my chart. So it was a constant um, circle of information, real-time data, to where the nurse knew what was going on, and they would be able to catch something. Let's say the patient didn't take it. In one instance, we found where the, the patient was taking more than they were supposed to because in their mind, if you take more, mm -hmm. it helps more. Well, that's not always the case. And so we were able to catch issues as they arose. Right. 
um, faster than waiting for 30 days when they came back with a piece of paper and not really getting real information. So uh, we're still working on this. Um, it's uh, a big endeavor. We're piloting, like I said, the seven uh, clinical trials. We now have other interests from other departments. I say, hey, what is this electronic pill diary that you're talking about? So we're actually going to meet and talk to someone, a couple of people this coming week that want to participate. And the, the goal is we get the clinical trial medications in my chart. Then we move on to the standard of care medications that patients, so it's not just simply for research, it's going to be for the entire situation, uh, institutional <clears throat> patient wow. population. Um, so it's just a, a step, I think, in the right direction, getting accurate information, accurate information for the clinical trial. Again, those three elements, patient safety, um, patient care, and clinical trial compliance. Awesome. That's so exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, we've worked on this for three years, mm -hmm. and we have not given up. And in fact, we have IT now are so interested, they mm -hmm. don't want to give it up either. Wow. They're willing to hire pe more people to make sure that this oh, works. Great. So it's generating interest. It's taken a while and persistence. Um, but uh, Maria is a great partner to be with, and she's been persistent just like I have. And we're going to see this thing through until it, it really goes live. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> great. Well, thank you uh, so much for talking about both of these today. It was really great meeting you. Thank you very much. It was great to meet you. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad that uh, you're here and I'm here and we can get this information out to, to everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you.